this last, uh, we've been talking about uh, uh, practices, uh, experience practices. And experience practice number one uh, that we talked about was being still and quiet, solitude. You know, we experience God and, and take a moment in your day and just be quiet and say, Father, I'm here. That, that's basically what I do. I just go, that's my prayer. I'm here. Okay, Lord Jesus, what do you want to say to my heart? I just try to get quiet and keep my mind focused. And nine times out of ten, the Lord puts something in my heart and speaks something to me. Every once in a while, he doesn't. And it's just like, okay, cool. I was just with Jesus. He didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to say anything. We just enjoyed each other's presence. That's good. See what I'm saying? So that's an experience practice number one. We're going to get into the, another experience practice today. But let's look at a couple things first. Let's look at John chapter 1. Verses 1 through 5. Now, this will be in the New Living Translation. It says, uh, and I want to talk about the Word of God as an experience practice. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Think about a room. Okay, you're going into a room. It's completely dark. It's nighttime. Completely dark. You go into that room, and it's dark. What happens the moment that you flip that little thing on the wall? Does the darkness go, okay, I'm kind of leaving. I'm, all, right, all right, No. The moment you flip it, it's like, boom. Right? Light comes into the room. Because light overwhelms darkness. In the that's true in the natural, and that's even more so true in the spirit. Light. Okay, so we see that the word was with God, but now we see that the word was God, and we see further on that the word is Jesus. The word was a he, so the word is a person. It's not just the word. The word is a person. His name is Jesus. Everything that was ever created was created by him, the word. Mm -hmm. That's good. Verse 4, the word gives life to everything he's created. So I, I declare that in verse 4, the word of God gives life to everything he's created. I'm a created being. So thank you, Father, that you've given me life. Thank you. The Zoe kind of life, the God kind of life. Right? Yes. Where blessings flow, healing flows, help flows, wisdom flows. That's the type of thing that we're after. And light overpowers darkness. Would better be said that darkness can't extinguish the light. I just think it's hilarious. I, I just get it, I just kind of get tickled and laugh at the devil when I think about how quickly that light just dispels the darkness. God obliterates darkness. Yes. Obliterates it completely, you know, completely consumes all of it up. You remember when the prophets of Baal were putting this big show on trying to get God to put fire on their, the prophets of Baal, like a bunch of them, right, hundreds. And they're trying to get God to consume their, because the, whoever would consume the sacrifice with fire was the true God. So they, and, and so, you know, you got Elijah out there going, hey, why don't you call to your God? Maybe he's asleep. And they're calling out and they're crying out and nothing happens. So what he does, he comes back and he pours water over the sacrifice, rebuilds the altar, pours water over the sacrifice, 
does it again and does it again with the whole trench being filled with water. And then he says, now watch. And he calls God to call down fire and boom. That whole thing was completely obliterated in a moment. Sucked up all the water, everything. That's how God is when it comes to the devil and dispelling him because he is the light. We gotta understand the devil's got no, he's a cat knocked out with, with his teeth knocked out. Right, he's a big cat with his teeth knocked out. But he roars like a lion to, trying to convince us that he's bigger and better than he is. The truth of the matter is he's not. Right. He's just not. God is greater. I love that song. Do what you're famous for. I love that thought and idea. You know what, God? Just show off a little bit. Do what you're famous for. That's awesome. And do it right here in me. Amen? Experience practice number two. Let's get into it. Okay. Read, hear, study, and meditate. Four different things we can do. We can read, we can hear, we can study, we can meditate. Hebrews 4.12 in the Amplified Version says this. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, the soul, the immortal spirit, and of the joints and the marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing, sifting, analyzing, judging. Exposing, sifting, analyzing, judging the very thoughts and purposes of your heart. I love that the word of God is full of power. It's actually full of dunamis. That word power is dunamis, which we get our word dynamite. So the word of God is dunamis, ready to explode any work of the devil. For you and because of you. And to bring himself glory. Ephesians chapter 2 says that God likes to show off and just show us how much he loves us. I love that. The Father, show off with me. <laughs> Speak to this guy. Speak to this little kid from Chicago who really loves you. I told the Lord today, I'm 52. My greatest years are ahead of me. Do yes. I'm asking you to do in me. Yes. <laughs> what is so much more greater than what you did in my first 30 years of ministry. Amen. Glory to God. And I want us to get serious about knowing Jesus. So serious that we turn off the TV when we need to. So serious we put other things to the side and make this the priority. Why? So we can get, garner favor with God. No. no. We don't garner favor with God. We have favor with God. So I don't do things to obey, to garner favor. That's where we miss it. We think that we've got to do certain things to garner favor. You already have the Father's complete attention. Every blessing, every good thing has been laid up in heaven for you. And there's a, a serious air of favor that's just around you so that if we tap into that, we're going to be blessed. We're going to be strong. We're going to see things we need to see. We're going to live the way we need to live. We're going to be a light in the midst of the darkness. All these wonderful things will happen because we put the word of God first. Remember, we want to read, hear, study, and meditate. It's not enough just to read the word of God. 
I go in and, and read my proverb for the day. That's great. That's all good stuff. And that's a part of reading. And then there's hearing. Some of you are, if you're like me, I like to listen to books on CD or, 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 or however we do them nowadays. I guess we don't have a CD anymore. Um, by M, whatever, whatever you got, your thumb drive, your MP3, whatever. That's why I got all these millennials around me. I don't know anything about technology. <laughs> so, um, um, you know, we, we, we look at all that stuff, and then um, let's just go to Proverbs chapter 4. Let me read this to you. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Can you do, let's just do something real quick. Can you just close your eyes for a minute? Can you just lift up one hand towards the Lord? <clears throat> and just say this, just say this after me. Meet with your whole heart. Father, Father I, receive I receive your healing provision. Your healing provision. My body. Right now. right now. Sickness has to leave. Any type of darkness must leave now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We got to pay attention, the, the proverb says, which is to hear and to read. Some of you like um, Audible. Yeah, anybody use Audible? Yeah, cool. So you use Audible and you put, you know, you're working around the house or you put a book on, that's hearing, that counts, okay? <laughs> I used to hear a lot of times, growing up in the ministry, um, who, what was his name? John Wesley said, read or get out of the ministry. Well, that didn't encourage me. <laughs> it really didn't, because I hate to read. So it's all, that's just full of condemnation. All of a sudden, oh great, because I hate to read, now I should just get out of the ministry. No, no, no. We read, we read and we hear the word of God on a regular daily basis to feed our heart, not to garner favor. Can I say that again? Yeah. Not to garner favor. I was just watching, um, we watched a movie. How many of y'all have ever seen the movie? It's like from the 90s, Return to Me. Ah, oh. oh, such a great movie. It's, it's clean, it's great, right? So we're watching this and they're making God's statements. You know, if you don't do that, God's going to get you. Yeah. Yeah, how many times have we heard that said? Oh, I mean it. And the lightning bolt strike me if I'm lying. Why do people think that God's that way? He's not. He's not. He doesn't want to pop your little head off every time you blow it. He doesn't. Most of us think he's, I just want to pop my head off because, you know, I just blew it. Or I gotta beat myself up for two or three days. Then got a really home. Sorry, stop it. Get out of condemnation. Amen. The absolute minute you sense it, get out of it. Yes. Because condemnation will absolutely make you go farther than you want to go. With with anything, condemnation will absolutely beat your brains in. Don't receive condemnation. It's of the devil. Period. Amen. Don't ever use condemnation. You should be ashamed of yourself. Don't say that. How many times have I said that to my kid growing up? You don't say that. Shame is not a tool of God. That's right. God doesn't use shame. Well, how does God convict us then? He convicts us. And when he convicts you, there's a joy inside. Like, God just told me something I need to do and do it different. Oh, there's a joy. Not this. You lousy crumb. <laughs> you terrible. You're off. That's not how God works. 
And so if that's you and you struggle with that, that was me. <laughs> For years, I, I, if I don't sit in grace scriptures on a daily basis, those things, I just fight with them. So I just fill my heart with grace. I read Romans every day. Every day. Romans 1 through 8. I just, when I get to 8, I turn around and I go back again. I just, can, I'm going to feed my heart on God's not mad at me. He's for me. He wants to bless me. And his favor surrounds me. I want to completely surround myself with that because guess what? The devil's doing everything he can all the time to pick away at your foundation and your security. Don't allow him to do it. Pay attention, hear and read. Don't lose sight of the word. The way we don't lose sight is we study and we meditate. I'm going to encourage you to do something. Look up the meaning to the words that you're reading in your Bible. <clears throat> you, that's why I read the Amplified so much because the Amplified is basically taking words, putting their definitions in the verse and, and, and expanding them out like that. Really encourage you because, man, once... You could get something that just twists something just a little bit that you didn't realize that it meant that may, absolutely makes a difference in your life. So study, study, and meditate. What is meditate? All. <laughs> no, that's not meditating. Meditating is simply getting quiet, taking a scripture or a portion of a scripture, thinking about it, saying it, muttering it, and meditating on it. So I really want to encourage you to do that. Now, it says here that, uh, that you will find them. Find them actually means to discover, uncover, find, find out. When we read, hear, study, and meditate, we will discover, uncover, find, and find out. Let me say that again. Okay, you need to get this in your heart. When we hear, read, study, and meditate, we discover what God wants. We uncover the plan to our own lives. We find the true power that's in Christ Jesus, and we find out who we are in Christ. So I really want to encourage you, do it for that reason. Don't do it because you're trying to garner favor. Don't do it because, well, I know it's what we should do. Okay, God, I gotta read the Bible. So if you're adult age, okay. Feel better now. Went to church this morning. Feel better about myself. No, we go to church just because it's a great way to connect with the body, and it's a great way to connect with God's power. And there's something about this corporate anointing that's amazing when we get together. All right. So we know what Joshua one eight tells us. It says, "Study this book of instruction continually." Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is exactly why we do this sacred practice right here. Because then we will prosper and then we will succeed in all we do. So I want to really encourage you to do that. Psalm 119.15 says, I will meditate on your precepts, your word, and fix my eyes on your ways. Psalm 119.15 says, I ponder every morsel of wisdom from you. I attentively watch how you've done it. Think about that. What we're really doing when we read the Bible is we're watching how God did it so we can do it and get the max benefit like he did. All I want to know is, Jesus, 
how did you do this? And what do I need to do? And he'll show you what to do. Psalm 119, 97 through 99. I used to love to just take Psalm 119 because I believe it's 165 verses. I used to just read it all and pray it, all of it, all the way through Psalm 119. Try it, it's really cool. Oh, how I love your instructions. I think about them all day long. Your commands make me wiser than my enemies. Ah, it makes me laugh when I think about that. In your face, devil. For they are my constant guide. Yes, I have more insight than my teachers, for I am always thinking of your word. You can make the word your constant meditate all day long. Constant meditation all day long. I encourage you to do a couple ways that you can do it. You can put a scripture on a card. Um, if those of you are just completely electronic and the notes in your phone or a U version, flip that open, have one scripture or one, maybe a portion of scripture if that's what you desire to do and just pull it out, read it, think about it, go about your day. Pull it out, read it, think about it, go about your day. You will be absolutely amazed what will happen to you in the, the space of a week. I'm encouraging you to take that one scripture. Don't just do it one day. Try it a whole week taking that portion or that scripture and just meditating, thinking, hearing, reading it, trying to uh, connect with the word of God so you connect with who he is. Pull it out several times a day. The word meditated here, usually uh, used here, actually means devotional thought. Isn't that cool? A devotional thought is what meditation is. It's the act of giving considerable thought about a person or a subject with a focus of responding properly to the information. So that's kind of what we're doing as an experience practice. We're, we're, we're reading, we're hearing, we're studying, we're meditating so that we can discover, uncover, and see truth. Amen? Amen. Amen. Awesome. You guys doing good? Yeah. That's awesome. Let's, let's just take a moment. We'll pray together. Father, thank you so much right now for these awesome people that have come here tonight. Just pray in the name of Jesus that even right now we would just have absolutely uh, a sense of your goodness and your mercy. Father, as we just close our eyes and just lift up our hands in front of us for one moment, pray that you would just pour out your spirit for each and every person that's here. Touch their lives with your goodness. Overwhelm them with your power and your mercy. Father, if there's somewhere in our lives that we've been bucking our head against the wall because we keep doing the same wrong thing, would you arrest us and show us that? If we're not getting the results that we need, would you, would you just open up our eyes so that we can see the truth to that? Jesus, we love you with everything inside of us. We just pray that we would experience right now for ourselves how much you love us, how much you care about us, what your plan is for us. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, right now, if there's anybody who's here and they... Jesus Christ, the Lord of their lives. Just pray that you're ministering to their heart right now to take that step. Maybe there's someone here that, you know, maybe you just, man, I just want a fresh start with Jesus. I just kind of want to hit that reset button. 
If that's you tonight, you can do that as well. So if that's you tonight and you want us to pray with you, we're going we're gonna to about to take time right now. We're going to say a prayer together as a congregation. If you want to be included in that, um, would you just raise your hand so I can see who you are? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Put your hand down. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you, Father, for loving me. In Jesus' name.